You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. Please remember to uh, like, share, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube, and subscribe wherever you're listening to uh, podcasts if you're listening to us that way. So, uh, Giants fans, the the uh, the other day we had a conversation with uh, Big Blue View contributor Rivka Board, trying to. Uh, give you guys a chance to get to know uh, a couple of, of the big blue view contributors who, who aren't usually on the podcast here had a nice chat with Rivka. And today I'm joined by, uh, by Jeremy Portnoy, one of the other big blue view contributors, Jeremy, uh, thank you very, very much for hopping on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, so I, I forget now, how long have you even have, have you been contributing for me? It's been, I think, two years. It was actually, yeah, it was right around July 4th I started. So right around now, it was like my two-year anniversary. Two year in, two years. Two years, and this is the first time I've had you on the show. I mean, I, I apologize for that. That's that's on me. I should have done this a long time ago. have <laughs> been hiding this beautiful face this whole time. Uh, we're going to go there <laughs> already. We're going to go there compared compared to this to this crop of non-existent hair that that remains on my head you know you know there, there, there was a time there was a time when i was your age and i had hair <laughs> but uh anyway anyway you are a a student at stony brook and you graduate in december just uh you know tell folks a little bit about uh about stony brook a little bit about uh about what you're what you're studying there and and what you've been doing there yeah, so we're a public school on Long Island, New York. I'm going into my senior year there. And so I started in 2020, which was like peak COVID. So it's been kind of a weird ride there. Some normal parts, some not so normal. Uh, but I'm an English major there, journalism minor. Uh, work with the student newspaper, dorm there. Yeah, it's a good place to be. And uh, what's your role been with the, uh, the I believe the the newspapers called the the Statesman at Stony Brook and and what has your role been there? Yeah, so I started out there as a sports writer and then I got promoted. I was the assistant sports editor for about a year and a half there. Uh, and then starting last year, I was the editor in chief running the whole thing and I've been doing nice. that. I'll be going into my second year now. Nice. And so you have you have one semester left at at Stony Brook, I believe, and and I will make sure that we ride you hard and give you no time to study and no time to get your work done. <laughs> Trust me, I'd rather be doing this than studying, so that's fine. Oh, there you go. Just 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 to make it just to make it harder on you, we'll 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 do that. So, you know, it's kind of a it, it's kind of a, a sidetrack here, but considering 
what happened at Northwestern this week with the the firing of, of Pat Fitzgerald, which was sort of led by the student newspaper at uh, at Northwestern. That's kind of a big deal for student newspapers and and for for young aspiring journalists. I mean, did it uh, did it get your attention? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you'd be surprised. People don't realize. I mean, our newspaper, a lot of other newspapers around the country, we break big stories. It's bigger than you would realize sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely hats off to them. And yeah, there's tons of great student journalists doing amazing work. I'm always hearing. So I'm I'm also curious, you know, you said English major, journalism minor, you've been doing this for us. Um what's your uh, what's your goal? Where do you would where do you where do you see yourself ending up? So I've kind of still kind of deciding. I originally was just going down the journalism track. I thought that was definitely what I wanted to do. And I do really enjoy it. I could see myself ending up there, but I'm also finding I'm starting to like editing just as much as I like writing. And I'm thinking I might want to transition more into like the publishing editing field, getting to work with literature a little more. So I'll see where things end up. I mean, it's also going to depend where the jobs are, but I'm really just passionate about like, I want to be putting words on paper. That's what I want to be doing. There you go. And there's, there's, there's a lot more to the business than actually just, you know, being the person who puts those, those words on paper. There's a lot more to it than, that that makes it happen so so that's cool and so we we hope whatever path you you take uh we hope that works and and we hope you'll you'll stick with us as as long as possible so you know i always i always get a kick out of we've had several contributors over the years dan pizzuta emily iana coney uh, Connor Hughes, who's now at SNY, was here for a while. So we've had several folks come through and and, and move on. Joe DeLeon, who's now at the Believe Network, is another one. And, and I always get a kick out of that. I always hope that that we had something to do with with helping guys get a a foothold and and build a foundation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I started here. I like I was just starting out. I remember I sent you an email. I was like, Hey, any chance you're looking for people? Mm-hmm. And yeah, got a big start here. That has led to a lot more things so far. I, I get a lot of those. I get a lot of those. You, hey, I'm a Giants fan. Can I write for you? And I'm like, uh, have you got any writing training? Do you know anything about being a journalist? Do you know anything about you know not being a fan who just rants and raves like a crazy person? <laughs> you know? So cause cause that I don't need. Yeah, you know, definitely. I always I, I always try to I try to run this site. It it is technically a fan site, Big Blue View, but I always try to run this site like a mainstream you know, professional organization. And and hopefully, fingers crossed, that's one of the reasons that we've had success and and one of the reasons why I get resumes from from folks like you. Yeah, yeah, it started out at some smaller blogs covering the Giants. Uh, and yeah, a lot of sports experience mm-hmm. from the student newspaper, and he yeah, was able to turn it into this, and it's been great so far. So let's so let's talk about about the Giants. Were you were you a Giants fan growing up? Yeah, always. I my earliest sports memory is the 2008 NFC Championship game. I would have been about five and a half then. The Giants Packers game is like probably the first time I can remember watching football 
And then, yeah, I still have some pretty clear memories of the Super Bowl a few weeks later of them beating the Patriots mm-hmm. and just like going nuts in my basement with my family. Well, that that was a nice time to become a Giants fan. It was. And, I got spoiled. Uh, it's like two Super Bowls when I was young, and then like I was just like expecting them to keep winning every year. Yeah, yeah. Giants fans did get spoiled, and 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 what I always say is in the Super Bowl era, I think there's only four teams that have more Super Bowl titles than the Giants, and even though. It's been tough. There's been some some weird stretches, like be, you know, during the '90s, early 2000s, and this current stretch. I still think a lot of fan bases would uh, would trade places with with Giants fans, considering those four Super Bowls. You uh, you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, it definitely could be a lot worse. I mean, I got those memories from when I was younger, and I mean, things seem like they're hopefully starting to turn around now. So, yeah, I mean, a championship is everything, though. You'd rather have that than just, like, a lot of pretty good seasons. Yeah, I think I was asked that the other day in a mailbag, and it's nice to compete every year. But those championships are the things that that you remember, and it's really nice as a Giants fan, as a Giants writer, that when they get it right, they really get it right. I mean, I guess the comparison is: Would you, right now, would you rather would you rather be a Giants fan and have those four titles, or would you rather be a Buffalo Bills fan right now who watches a good team every year, but watches a team that that hasn't been able to get over that hump and get past you know, get past uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and and now the Cincinnati Bengals and and uh, and all of that. Yeah. I mean, I could see it both ways. I mean, there were even, you know, before I was covering the Giants, there were seasons I would kind of be like checked out by the end of the season when it was just obvious they weren't going to make the playoffs. So, I mean, it's nice to at least be invested all the way through. But like, yeah, I have a friend who's like a diehard Saints fan and like he was, I mean, they had that one Super Bowl, but it was like so many years of like losing in the divisional round of the championship game. And I just remember him being like so frustrated every year. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day, you really just want to be able to see those Super Bowls. Yeah, it makes it it I I guess some of the dry spells though makes it even sweeter when when you do get those Super Bowls. It's been uh it's been a while now for the Giants and and it would uh, it would be nice to see them put themselves in position to get back there. Yeah, I mean, we've got a good team this year. Hopefully, we'll see how it goes, but hopefully sooner rather than later they'll be contending. Yeah, how do how do you feel about this team? About uh, where Brian Dable and Joe Shane have this uh, have this team headed? It's. I mean, I'm not expecting them to really be Super Bowl contenders this year. I think we're still a few pieces away, but I think they could be sometime within the next few years, hopefully contending. I do think Daniel Jones is the is the real deal. I was glad about that contract, and. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still more work to be done at wide receiver and some pieces on the defense, but I think they could contend for a playoff spot again this year. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's interesting the schedule, mostly because of the uh, the the rest issues and some of the travel issues that the Giants have. The schedule isn't doing them any favors. I tend to think nine or ten wins again somewhere in that neighborhood you know nine wins again is probably a really good season 
you know, yeah. people may not people may not look at it that way and may not be satisfied with that, but but I think nine wins, maybe ten, is a really good year. Yeah, I mean, especially compared to what it's been, that would definitely be a good year for them. I think a lot of it's just going to come down to those close games again. I mean, I think Tony Delginio just did an article for us about like what are the Giants lucky, and talking about you know if winning those close games is really sustainable. So I think a lot of it's going to come down to. Are they really a team that can hang in there, or did it just happen to be coincidence that they were winning those close games last year? I think those things tend to run in cycles, and I I tend to think that that's also one of the reasons why the Giants put so much emphasis during the offseason on finding explosive playmakers, on finding players that might make it a little easier on them. Because it's just it's hard to win those close games all the time, and it's hard to to score and win when you have to grind out long drives. So I don't know if are you you optimistic about about the changes the Giants made this off season? Yeah, I mean, um, if Darren Waller stays healthy, I really do think that's going to be a big change. I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, it might be you know too much hype around him, and it might not make that much of a difference. But I do think that is something that could really transform their offense if he can play, stay healthy through the year. I mean, when you look at their playmakers from last year, it was really only Darius Leighton who can make those big catches. I think, I don't think they had anyone else on the team with more than three catches over 20 yards. And Slayton had like 12 or something. He was really the only deep threat. And even he wasn't totally reliable. So they really need someone that can stretch the field like that. No, he just, Slayton, I, I love Slayton's attitude. I love the, uh, the fact that he's a stand-up guy who, who's helpful to the media. He's, he's a good guy. I just wish he could catch the ball a little more consistently. <laughs> I know. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he was a fifth round pick. So for him to be leading the team in receiving yards, but I mean, Oh, oh he's been back from a fifth rounder. Absolutely. He's, he's been, he, just cause yeah. he's been thrust in this position as the number one wide out. Yeah. He's been immense value for a fifth round pick, all things considered. So, so let me ask you this, um, you know, growing up, you said you really started following the giants around that, uh, 2007, you know, super bowl era, super bowl run, um, favorite giants players growing up. That's tough. When I was really little, it was Jeremy Shockey just cause of the name I thought it was oh. like, so we have a Jeremy on the giants. Oh, well, <laughs> Well, I'll give you I'll give you the first name, but Jeremy Shockey, maybe for a year or two until we found out that he was a complete weirdo lunatic, you know. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I didn't know at the time. Um, yeah, during that Super Bowl run, he was my favorite. I remember. Yeah, so I remember my parents taking me to the football card shop to get Jeremy Shockey's rookie card. Oh God, you still have it? Uh, yeah, in a case. <laughs> oh man, you collect cards? I doubt it. Yeah, not as much anymore, but as a teenager, I was really into it. Football, uh, yeah, football, go to football cards? Card stuff like that. Oh, cool. Cool. I used to have in the attic of my mom, of my, my parents' house, I used to have a collection of baseball cards, which I still remember exactly how many cards were in that collection. There were it's 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 a really interesting number because it's baseball cards and it was 714 baseball cards that I had 
in my parents' attic. I came home from college, went up in the attic to see if, to 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 check out the card collection, and it was gone. <laughs> Long gone. I I have never been able to get my mother or my brother to admit that either A, my mother threw them out, or B, my brother took them. <laughs> I've never been able I've never been able to uh, to uncover the mystery to that one but but my my collection of of 714 baseball cards was long gone so so that's that's my card collecting story from when I was a kid <laughs> so so you have anything you have anything that's uh that's really valuable it's going to make you a millionaire and make you uh, you know just just buy an island someday and not have to work i don't know about millionaire i was it depends sometimes you strike it lucky i remember when patrick mahomes during his rookie year but no one knew how good he was going to be i bought up a few cards of his for maybe like 10 15 each and ended up flipping them for like a few hundred each that was like my big speculating football card success story there you uh, go but yeah, other than that, probably nothing too crazy valuable. But no. you know, I've got some Giants autographs in there, stuff like that. Nice stuff that uh, cards that you had autographed, or uh, yeah, both. Some I just got autographs in person, and some just buying them like that. Nice. Yeah, I remember going, yeah, buying like Michael Strahan autographs, stuff like that. When I was really into it. Nice, nice. I'm not home right now. I'm at our summer camp, but I've got. Uh... Just memorabilia wise, I, I don't collect a lot of stuff, but the only I, over the years, I somebody sent me a signed Michael Strahan football and some and and from an interview that I did with Tom Coughlin one time, they sent me a signed Tom Tom Coughlin football, which is probably the 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 most I've got in terms of of Giants memorabilia. That's pretty cool. You uh, you have any you have anything interesting other than the cards? uh mostly just cards yeah those that's yeah. what i always got signed yeah. yeah i remember a while ago i sent uh eli manning had like a fan mail address i sent him a card to like sign he actually sent back to me autographed i was pretty surprised no uh, i'm not I'm, I'm not surprised at all by that you know having having been around eli a little bit and 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 uh i don't claim to know eli personally but but i've been around him i've been in a lot of interviews with him um few years back uh he was when while he was still playing he was doing a uh a, a summer camp for kids around this time of year and i got an in, invite from the folks running this this camp you know to to come and attend and talk to eli and i'm in upstate new york that camp was in new jersey that wasn't going to happen but mm -hmm. i requested one-on-one -on -one phone time with Eli thinking there's no chance I'm ever going to get this because every time you request this from an athlete, they say, Oh no, no way. No way. He's not giving anybody phone time. If you want to talk to him, you've got to be here. Eli gave me as much time as I wanted one-on-one -on, -one on the phone. And, and, and I always remember that because that's just the kind of person that he always is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never know with some of these guys whether their real personality kind of matches their media personality. But yeah, he's always seemed like a stand-up guy. Yeah, that's always, and I think that that was one of the reasons why he succeeded in New York was because he was pretty genuine, and he, you know, 
he treated people well and 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 he made sure that the only headlines he made were on the field yeah yeah so uh anyway um Jeremy, I appreciate your spending some time with me and and letting uh, letting the the big blue view readers listeners get a chance to uh, to know you a little bit better and you know best of luck uh, in your in your final semester and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get you back on the show here uh, again you know sometime uh, sometime before two more years go by. Yeah, of course. Yeah, good to get out behind the writing desk for a bit. Yeah, hey, just let folks know um, if they don't already know where they can find you on Twitter and, and all that. Yeah, it's just my name. I'm at Jeremy Portnoy on Twitter. You can go follow me there. You uh, you, you you on Threads yet? No, I haven't tried it. Have you? No, I I signed up, but I I think I've I think I've had one post. I signed up just to just to get that. Just to check that off, I haven't signed up. I haven't signed up our website yet either, but we'll we'll figure that out down the road. But anyway, thank you much for the time, and uh, and I gotta I gotta come up with some plans to keep you busy here in the fall, so that you so that you you can skip the homework. Okay, I'd love that. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care. Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please remember to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.